Hello, and welcome to episode 233 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And this week, we're talking about some arena announcements. If you are on Discord, you know that I might have a stroke based on this. Um, <laughs> possibly based, already had one. Possibly already had one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled with this. Uh, and uh, then we're going we're gonna to talk some One Ring again. Yeah, like we haven't talked enough One Ring. Hopefully so, this will be the last time, though, at least until they ban it. Yeah, at least exactly. <laughs> And then we'll talk about it one more time. And be like, it's banned. Time to go buy yours for Legacy. Um, So uh, with all that, if you want to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, any of that stuff, all those links are in the description. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Or if you have any ideas for shows. Uh, Like we mentioned last week, we're probably going to have a little bit of a content drought going forward, at least until the next set releases towards the end of the summer, early fall. So... If there's any questions you guys have or topics you want covered as far as uh, show ideas, hit us up. Let us know. Email, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, however you want to reach out. Reach out and tell us what you think. Uh, If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player Affiliate link. It is casualtryhard.com slash TCG. If you follow that link on over to TCG Player, anything you put in your cart and purchase we will get a cut of to help keep the show going you guys are all going to buy singles and product or whatever anyway so you might as well buy it from tcg player and get some decent prices and help support the show at the same time we would really appreciate it and if you guys want to support us more directly you can head over to patreon.com slash casual mtg if you think we do a good job and you want us to keep doing what we're doing show your support You can chip a couple bucks in, however much you think is appropriate. Uh, The tiers are there, but they don't super mean anything. Mainly just different ways for you to show your support. Um, Everybody gets access to our show notes, so you get a sneak peek of what the upcoming episode is going to be about. Uh, Our patrons also get access to our pre-show, round about an hour. Uh, Today it went a little long. It was about an hour and a half. Um, Started off as just kind of us you know, making sure all our equipment works before the show started kind of evolved into us catching up because we don't see each other nearly as much as we used to anymore. So you get some, some personal life stuff and some behind the scenes podcast stuff and maybe some not as safe for podcast magic content. Uh, You never really know what you're going to get. It's kind of a grab bag, but our patrons really seem to enjoy it. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, you get access to that. And you also get put on my mailing list. Uh, roughly every other month, I try and send something out to our patrons. Something cool that I've put together for them. Um, at some point this month, I will have another give back, round of give backs going out. So if you want in on that, head on over to patreon.com slash casualtryardmtg and chip a couple bucks in. Now, last week, I mentioned that we had a new patron. You did. I did. And... Even though I had just finished talking to them, for the life of me, I could not remember their name because I am a terrible podcast host. So this week, I would like to shout out Stir Fry Bandito. Thank you, Stir Fry Bandito, for uh, becoming a patron. Yes, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Much appreciated. He was on Discord today because he was listening to the show, and he's like, are you talking about me? And I was like, (laughs) I wanted to reply, but I was like, 
I don't ever go on the Patreon. That's that's James's thing. So like, I don't want to be yeah. like, absolutely, that was you, and then be wrong. So, yes, it was you. So yes, it was. Thank yes, you. Yes, it was. Here, yeah. while I'm thinking of it, uh, where where's it at? I'm gonna just uh, see if I can find it. Where was he at? Like he mentioned it. I think it was in Dex. In Dex. Okay. Yeah. Uh. There you go. Uh. We're going to yes. You already said yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We did. We did my. We did. Our, we did our podcast. Podcast hosting <laughs> duty there. Our duties. Yes. All right. So. Um. They are. They made some arena announcement doodads here. Um, yeah, these arena announcements used to be like a lot more exciting than they are currently, didn't they? I remember always looking forward to like arena announcement day and looking on, looking to see what they were doing with the platform. And it seems like most of what we get lately is just here's the arena open, here's the next qualifier. I think it's the difference between arena being a you know effectively mature yeah uh, game and when it was newer because like now it's also kind of wild to call arena mature because <laughs> it is still a uh, very much a work in progress I think it is but it's been around for like four yeah. plus years yeah right it like predates us by three months or four months yeah that's kind of wild right. And we've been around for 233 episodes, so that's four plus years. Yeah. So it's been around for four years. Like, I think we've gotten better. I think Arena <laughs> stopped growing after a while. <laughs> and, like, these these announcements are basically, hey, here's, the ad- here's this month's advertisement. Right. As opposed to, hey, here's how we're going to make your gameplay experience better. And some of the stuff, like, maybe I've not been paying attention as much as I had to these, but, like, when they put the little, like, message center in Mm -hmm. that, like, always, I always have to, like, add messages in my inbox and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. that just seemed to, like, appear one day. I had had no idea. Yeah. So. uh Oh man, the June pack rewards are Tales of Middle Earth. Oh man, thank goodness. All right. Have so, you played any Middle Earth Limited? I have not. No. It is weird. Like this set just like flavor wise, like of all of the crossovers they could have done. Mm-hmm. Right? Since like every fantasy thing steals from like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like, it doesn't feel, like, super out of place. Right. And also, like, I am not steeped enough in Lord of the Rings that when there's a card that calls out a specific place, Mm -hmm. like, it does not say to me this is a Lord of the Rings thing. Right. Right? So it just feels like a magic set to you? Yeah. So, like, Troll of Kazakh Doom, no, no idea what, like... This is in Lord of the Rings, so it just feels like a typical magic card. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like I just have a hard time. Like I'm not excited about the set because, like, playing the set is how you get cards to do other things. And even if like there weren't that many cards that I wanted, it was like, well, I need these cards in case. Right. But like, I I refuse to play like Hearthstone. <laughs> 
So mm-hmm. I don't need Hearthstone cards. Right. So I've just not played the set for that reason because it's just Hearthstone, bro. Well, I am a, a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yes. I read. I think I read The Hobbit when I was in fifth grade and then the rest of the book shortly thereafter. Um, and I've read them multiple times and whatever. I'm a big Lord of the Rings nerd. And I refuse to give wizards any money, so I have also not played this set. <laughs> yeah. Like, of any of the universes beyond, this should have been the one that reeled me in. I I still have some lands to give you, so you mm-hmm. will not have to separ- give any money to wizards. <laughs> My wife gave money to wizards to give me a gift, and I'm going to give you these lands one day. Thanks, buddy. When I... When we drag you out of the house to play like <laughs> paper magic, I yeah. think I think Jesse I, I would. Ha- get out. I think Jesse would have a heart attack if you like rolled if in I showed for up. an event. Just be like, oh, oh. So anyway, like I've not been like super locked in on like wanting to play this set. Like I think I've opened a few packs. Mm-hmm. Um, I put in the. I was trying to like usually there's like a play. Whatever code. Oh yeah. And I, I tried it. I couldn't. It didn't work. Huh. So, like, I haven't seen one. I guess I don't know, like, if I've seen, like, I don't remember if I, like, tried to put in Play Mom last time. So, I don't know if they're still doing those. I assume they no, are. They, but Yeah, I hadn't seen one for Lord of the Rings, though. So Yeah, I haven't seen one either. Um, but, so they are doing two uh, historic anthologies. Sorry. Two anthologies, one for historic yeah, two new anthologies. and one for uh, Explorer. Mm-hmm. And um, the historic one, yeah, whatever. Um, it, it feels like they think that they have four-player commander on their client with yeah. some of the cards they keep printing. Like... Warm Power Stone's not playable. No. In a format with, like, Season Pyromancer and uh, Dreadhorde Arcanist and right. any number of other things. Leyline of Abundance and Elves. Like, it's just yeah. not a playable <laughs> card. And then Slime Ball, again, like, like maybe now it's a fringe commander playable because, like, they've printed so many things better than Slime Ball. Yeah. Uh, Acidic Slime for the uh, Uninitiated. Slime. And then, like, Tooth and Nail is fine, but, like, with a little, with a Fable of the Mirror Breaker, you can Tooth and Nail Entwined for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for, you, can tooth, you can Tooth and Nail Entwined for five mana as opposed to, is it ten? Right. So, uh, I don't know. They don't seem to move the needle. But I don't play, I don't play Hearthstone, so I don't know. <laughs> But just kind of what's going on in that format, whenever I see like any of it played, these cards do not seem like they'll move the needle. Well, so we've only gotten three cards from we've each only anthology. Three, three so cards. You don't exactly know what they are. Um, and like you said, there's not a whole lot of reason to talk about the historic anthology. I don't think that format is powerful enough that they would really have to put some bangers in there in order to change the format. Um, what I do think is weird, though, and it's going to kind of roll into what we're talking about next with the Explorer anthology is that 
they seem to be very willing to put cards into the Explorer anthology that will see play in other formats, like Historic or Brawl mm. or whatever. But they don't seem very willing to put cards into the Historic anthology that would see play in other formats. Yes. That is weird. Like, like, like... You're, you're chewing up slots in what is supposed to be the product that brings Pioneer to Arena. Like, wasting them on different formats, but then... Like, you have a product that's supposed to do that that doesn't put cards into other formats. So, like, why not just make the historic anthology bigger if you want these cards on that aren't going to see play and explore? Yes, very true. Like, you could very much, like, change, be like, hey, we can, like, put anything we want in the historic anthology. It doesn't mm -hmm. just have to be cards that are not explore legal. Yeah. So like I'm looking at the like pr the last one, the last Explorer anthology, and yeah, there's. Oh god, I forgot. This is the one that they were like, "Crap, we have to fill this out. Put all the bridges. Yeah. Put all the artifact lands. Yeah, like you don't have to just put stuff that is not well. So in Historic Anthology Five, which was at this point, two years ago, mm -hmm. they did put um, reverse engineer, but this was before Explorer, I think. Yeah. Reverse engineer, uh, Whirler Rogue. Uh, we're running out of things here. Uh, yeah, so they did. Oh, got Ojitized Command. They put all of the commands, even though, like, two of them are just not playable. Yeah. So, like, they put some things in here that, like, do a thing. But I think that was, like, the pre-Explorer times. It's also wild that, like, Historic was going to be, like, the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they've done one, two, three, uh, four. They've only done seven, but they've done, like... Two a year? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like... And now they're, like, getting down to, like, one a year. Well, they're doing one Historic and one Explorer. So they're still doing two anthologies. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like... Well, they, they did two Explorer anthologies last year. So they're doing three a year. One for okay. Historic... And now they're down to uh, one. For, they're one for historic. The last three have been annual, have been yeah. around this time. And then they are. They did an explorer last July, then in December, and now they have one in July again. So presumably we'll get one again in December. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like, you know, why are you putting cards that aren't explorer playable? in this thing if you want these cards on the client you or, could be like we think yeah. these will see play in historic or in brawl yeah uh so so what are I mean, the cards oh go ahead uh, i was just gonna say like there's so many ways that you could put cards onto the client though that like aren't in anthology like if you really wanted this stuff on the client like i mean one thing they haven't done yet is sell precon decks right mm-hmm like if 
I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's crazy, but like you could sell precon decks on there. Like they sell precons on Moto, right? Yeah, I mean, they have the like learn to play like precon decks on the client. Yeah, and they could have very easily not made up arena cards for them, mm-hmm. and just put like actual magic cards in them instead. Well, so the problem with those though is everybody gets them, so they they want you to pay for your cards. Fair. If they give you not real cards, then they're not out anything because you weren't going to buy those cards anyway. I guess that's right. I mean, but it comes down to, like, if you want these cards on the client. Yeah. And I think we've kind of talked about they probably don't. Yeah. Because, right, then you get into a situation where someone builds, like, the two decks that they want to play. And then then they, like, aren't actively putting money into the system. Right. But if you give them like you know seven cards that are playable in their format yeah. at a time, you can get them to buy seven anthologies as opposed to like one. Right. And also like move in and out of decks cuz their deck isn't supported or whatever. Yeah. Uh so um so what are the what are the cards that kind of stroked me out here for Explore Anthology? Well, I mean, the one that super stroked you out is a card that I don't think has ever been cast in Pioneer <laughs> and mainly is only cast in Commander. Yeah. So they have Cyclonic Rift, which is like a card that is $60 or something solely on the back of being a Commander card. Like completely, I don't think it's quite that expensive anymore. It's been reprinted. Uh, it's been, a couple times, been but... yeah, I guess it has been reprinted. It was sixty or seventy dollars. Yeah, we're gonna look. I think it was forty last time I looked at it. Okay, it's iconic it's rift. Oh, it's thirty now. Okay, I'll buy four. Brand. <laughs> this is this is where this is where explorers going. This is where uh, a pioneer is going. Is a two mana bounce spell that is not. Attached to a 3-3 flyer. Correct. Or, or, or to a 3-1 flyer, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like, I was just like, why even bother putting this card on the client? Like, it is mm. not playable in Explorer. Right. Like, we have Brazen Borrower, the better one of these. Yep. No one's, no one's going to pay the overload cost in a 1v1 format, which is 7 yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's less than Rivers Rebuke, right? Rivers Rebuke is six. Yeah, Rivers Rebuke is, that's I think, more, four yeah. is four blue-blue. Four blue-blue, yeah. So, like, if you want a mass bounce effect... I mean, I've been Rivers Rebuked in Explorer before. Okay. I've Rivers Rebuked people in, like, old Pioneer, maybe even Standard. Yeah. Glorious times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't well, understand the thought process of putting that card in... The, on the client other than like you're putting it there like you said for brawl yeah but like okay fine do like brawl anthology mm-hmm. here yeah, i mean that's another thing that they haven't done here Put are cards like, for brawl good time commander staples in a brawl anthology yeah like what are the things what are the They'll things roll that out need? as soon as they roll out four player multiplayer yeah i i've heard that they like they would have to do like a full like rebuild. Like they just don't have the capabilities to do that. 
I don't I don't see how they wouldn't at some point. I mean, it just seems like free money. Like that's the direction. That's how everybody plays Magic now. Even yeah. like the the competitive pros um, play Commander now. Mm-hmm. So if if that is your main format, I don't see how you have any sort of digital offering that doesn't support it. Yeah, I it just kind of. I guess it'd be difficult on mobile, but yeah, but it just kind of comes down to like how how are they going to be able to like how can I put this? Like, can it be done? Yes. Can it be done for the amount of money Wizards of the Coast is willing to spend to update the client? Yeah. And that is where it becomes, that answer is, is difficult, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause it was just like, Hey, put this on the client. And they're like, we have to start over. Yeah. Okay start over but i don't i i think that at least many people view the uh the arena team as being about as understaffed as the current twitter team so uh they barely can get the cards on yeah let alone because i mean think about like remember when we got animations mm-hmm. and like all of the mythics were gonna have animations or like you know the big splashy cards yeah. Like we have Hero blowing your t- blowing your battlefield over. Yeah, or uh uh realm realm giant, the mm-hmm. uh the scooping up all your cards. Yeah, the yeah, the sweeper side of it, like the hand coming out. And now we have like literally one cat sound. Yeah. For every cat well maybe there's yeah, I think there's just one. Maybe there's two. But I think I'm almost positive there's only one bird sound. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the bird is, you get the exact same screech. Does that matter? Yeah. And it's like they just stop trying. They're like, we can put the cards on or we can make things look cool. But Lord help you if you want us to do both. What is that? What is that triangle? You could have it done fast. You could have it done cheap yeah. or you could have it done safe. Or quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and you get two out of the three. Yep. And Wizards has chosen like cheap and fast. Yeah. Like you it's like you could have this done cheap, you could have this done fast, or you could have this done well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Wizards that's what it is. Yeah, and Wizards is like, we're gonna go with cheap and fast. Thank you very much. Um so yeah, so Cyclonic Rift just made me mad because I was like, this card is not for this format. Correct. At all. Now the uh, the second card is Deathrite Shaman, which is a card that is legal in the format, and some people have mistakenly put into their uh, <laughs> Explorer. I mean, in their Pioneer decks uh, towards well, the beginning. Like when the f- yeah, towards the beginning when the format was pretty new, there was a lot of people experimenting with Deathrite. Yeah, because they were just like, oh, this card's banned in Modern; it has to be good. Yeah, and like it just doesn't have the support right. in the format for uh, for for it. So like, okay, fine, we put death right in. We'll see how that works. Okay, it doesn't work. We'll move on. Um, but like, it's weird that they're like, here it is. Like, unless there's something that's going to change about the format. Yeah, I mean that's something that I guess we don't know either. Is they've already looked ahead two years and 
we don't have that luxury, so. This is true. And then Eidolon of Blossoms. Yeah, I don't know why this is here either. I mean, we have better Eidolon of Blossoms as what, Secession Champion? Yep. And they just printed another one too, didn't they? Did they? I thought so. I thought there was one in one of the recent sets that was the same, if not better. Uh, probably. Uh, see here. Draw a card. Let's see here. So there's Eidolon, uh, Success and Champion. No, no, I don't think they, I don't think there is. Uh, just putting in like enchantment errors. Oh wait, I think the backside of Heliod. No, no, uh, no. They haven't put one. They don't have another like constellation draw card thing. But like, oh, okay. it feels like if you were gonna put Eidolon on, you put it on like around Theros, right? Not like two years after Theros. Now, granted, mm-hmm. they did make a bunch of things random enchantments in uh, what's it called in Kamigawa. Yeah, but like. Not enough that anyone played Succession Champion. Correct. And, like, Calyx isn't really, like, bringing the heat uh, as a creature no. to make people want to play. Uh... Does Calyx, is it Calyx? Does it maybe do something weird? No, maybe. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so, like, these three cards are just, like, why are these here? Mm-hmm. Like, I went back and uh, looked at the last anthology, mm-hmm. and uh, there it is. And the last anthology ended up with half. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, roughly half of the cards out of the twenty-four. I think you could say. Eleven to th- eleven to thirteen were cards that maybe if you squinted were like playable mm-hmm. in the format. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, what's he at? Uh, I think it's the hoplite guy. Uh, whatever the blue white guy is. Yeah, no, that was before. That was like two ago. Battle wise hoplite. But the the most recent one had like seven. So I had like eleven or twelve. So maybe they're opening on the weirdest three cards to open <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, I guess I don't remember what they opened the rest of them on. I don't remember. Uh but like it just seems weird that that's what we went with. Yeah. Was hey. Deathrite Shaman, Eidolana Blossom, Cyclonic Rift. Get hype! We're bringing Pioneer <laughs> to Arena, baby! And it's like, but none of these cards are, like, playable. Yeah. And, like, the cards that they, like, even the last set, like, the cards that they brought were, like, fine, but, like, Eidolon's not getting played anymore. Right. Which is weird. And, like... Well, I th- mean, they can't know that, though. No, they can't. And, like, Boggles really wasn't a deck when they brought Ethereal Armor yeah. on. Then it, like, did well at the Pro Tour. And, like, Fiery... Well, 
Right, but like Ethereal Armor saw play in the uh, SRAM decks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the SRAM <laughs> decks. So, like, Which also like, haven't been super popular in a while. But No, they haven't been. Like The SRAM deck just became boggles. If you're going to SRAM, you boggle and light pop people. Yeah. So, like, and I was happy with, like, the last one with Nightliest Presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, they, they weren't all bad. But, yeah, it's interesting, like, the, like, uh, whatever, the top 50 cards in Pioneer. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a way easier to make my list. Way easier way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> here, here are the most played cards in Pioneer from top 8 MTG. Fable, Thoughtseize, Odawara, Boseju. So all of these are currently on there. So where's the first thing that is not on there? So they have the whole... Uh, the first thing is uh, Urborg. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, Urborg. Uh, and then the next page is... Because this also counts the lands. Yeah. Uh, so there's not, um, so like the next page, they kind of have everything, but it's also very much like you can just like see the decks. It's like, oh, these are black, red cards. These are green cards. Well, according to goldfish, the top 50 are all on there. Oh, they all are in there now. Yeah. I don't see anything that's not. So, um, oath of Nyssa is the next card that's not there. Yeah. And then we don't have Dreadbore. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about Dreadbore. Uh, what else? Um, but it, going through this, it's very much just like a who's who of like the top decks in the format. Yeah. Uh, um, I'd be kind of surprised if Bushwhacker wasn't in this. Like that seems like an easy card for them to it does. toss in here. It does, and that's like a hot deck lately. Yeah, like that would be that would be something that I would think would would easily make it. Yeah. Um. So like, there's like I'm 50 cards in, and like kind of everything is there, but like you have the problem of like, do they want Lotus Field on Arena? Right. Like that that deck, and the answer might just be no. We don't want that to be a deck on Arena. So we're not going to put... Hidden Strings. Hidden or Strings. Stage. Yeah. Um, so... But, like, I don't know, I feel like Bring the Light should be something that's on the client. Yeah, Bring the I, I do think that should be on there. So I um, guess we had our list of what... Or you had your list of what things you hoped or should, like, be in the next... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a list of what I was hoping for. It was just, like, things that we were still missing in general. Mm -hmm. Like, things that I would expect to be on there. Yeah. Um, You mentioned Oath of Nyssa. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no reason that shouldn't be on there, I don't think. Um, And then I had Hidden Strings and Thespian Stage. I kind of understand why they're not, but, like, Thespian Stage is probably fine. Yeah, I agree. if you didn't want Lotus Field, like... I think Thespian Stage is kind of a neat card to have access yeah, to. Yeah, like, you can't you can't Lotus Field without Hidden Strings. Right. So, like, if you just want to, like, drag your feet on Hidden Strings because you don't want people to play, like, Lotus Field matches all the time. Yeah. I guess I can be okay with that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, um, Bushwhacker I talked about. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of the Flipwalkers. I know, like, JC's play randomly in decks, like, multiple decks across the format. Um, so that one... It, I would be surprised to not get Jace at some point. Kithian the, kicks yeah, around. Yeah, I was just going to say, the new white decks are playing Kithian. And... Like I mentioned earlier, if you're trying to sprinkle in cards for like some other formats, like Historic, Brawl, whatever, um, Nyssa and Lily both see play mm-hmm. like casually pretty popular. Yeah. Um, so the five Flipwalkers, I think, are pretty pretty safe bets at some point to get on the client. And they're like, if you're like, what are cards that might like get people's attention? They like tell a story. Yeah. Unless you have, like, a plan for in the next 12 to 18 months that you're going to, like, do Origins Remastered or something. Well, that was... We'll get there. Yeah, like, after after I talked about these cards, I was... I I couldn't remember if they've announced, like, another remastered set or not. The last one we had was Shadows. And next would be... Or last one we had... Yeah, Shadows. So Mm -hmm. next would be... uh, BFC? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Right, because we had Kaladesh already, so I think BFC is next. Um, so I tried not to include cards, like, other than Bushwhacker, because, I mean, if they do BFC remastered, Bushwhacker is probably in that. But also, like, Gideon? Not that... I think mm-hmm. he's, like, a staple for the format, but that's a card that people would like to play with, I think. Um, but if you're doing BFC remastered, I could see doing that there instead of in in the uh, anthology set. Um, looking, I don't see like just googling like next. Uh, what's it called? Next arena remastered, remastered set. Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing is coming up. Yeah, I couldn't so, remember if they had announced one or not. So, let's see, does doing up upcoming uh, do Although it? Although I guess the no. flip side of that is, like, what else would you want from the BFZ block? Mm. Like, is it worth doing a whole remastered set to get Gideon and Bushwhacker? What about Goblin Dark Dwellers? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. There's Garblin Dark Dwellers. They already gave us Kathos. Not Kathos. Kalitas, yes. Um, Do we have all Drana? Yeah, we have Drana. We have three mana Drana? Yep. Okay. Um, We have Reflector Mage. Reflector Mage. Like, they've kind of given us the, the cards that you would want... Yeah. Unless like you get like the whatever the big like t- ten mana green enchantment that like when that like you resolve it and you win your commander game or whatever, uh, we already have Ulamog. Yeah. Yeah. So they've already kind of given us the cards out of that. Yeah. That you would really be interested in. So I don't know. And like, BFC also wasn't known for its uh, riveting limited games. <laughs> they were. They were like, <laughs> they could be really slow at times. Yeah. So I mean, again, maybe, unle- maybe they won't do that. Unless the person that you were passing to and you cut blue white from uh, brought like 
a play set of reflector mages to every uh, draft. Uh, then then yeah. the drafts went faster. Uh, how does yeah. he always get Eldrazi Displacer in three in, th- <laughs> in three uh, reflector mages? It makes no sense. Well, um, let's see. Yeah. The Delve cards would be interesting. Well, so that's kind of where I was going with that last statement, is if it's not worth doing a BFZ remastered, mm. um, I mean, I think people would pour into the client to play some uh, some cons limited. Yeah, I think you could get a lot of people to play that. Yeah, so they um, might not do too many cons cards and just do... Like cons, cons remastered. Because they didn't yeah. like... Because we started with like... Kaladesh remastered, right? Yeah. So, like, they're not committed to going in, like, a set in order. order. Yeah. So they could just be like, we're going to do cons. And, you know, that'll be a thing that people do. And I almost wonder, like... So I guess Oath of Nyssa was a BFC also, right? Yes, all the oaths were, yeah. Yeah. But, like, would you want to do, like... um, uh, Like... I guess you could remaster it. I guess there was some stuff in the, like, original that was a little bit of a dud that, like, maybe having Fate Reforged as part of it. Oh, yeah. Right? Or would you just want to, like, here, just jam, like, Constraft? Uh, because, like, that's the one that people like. Yeah. Like, and I don't know, like, if you could make, like, they've not remastered a three-block set yet for for arena so like does that like work or could you like make it conj draft but like you know hey we're gonna like fix this archetype a little bit by putting in some fate stuff because i mean that's kind of what they did with the other remastered sets though is like we got collected company and thought sees in amonkhet yeah but no i mean more like it's 95% 95% or 90% yeah. of the original Cal, uh, yeah. uh, whatever it is. Cons. Cons cards. And then, like, that other 10% is a few cards from Fate Reforged to, like, fix some, like, stuff and a few cards from Dragons. dragons. Like, you know, because, like, uh, just because, like, those other formats weren't as good as, like, cons. Yeah. But just, like, uh like... This monocolored like four drop would be better if it were this, yeah. Or like I guess we could put Death Mist Raptor in for this like indescript like, uh, blah, like rare yeah. or whatever. I mean, but, there's nothing saying that they couldn't do a release similar to like how the set came out though either. Like we have this huge lull over the summertime mm-hmm. when they've spaced the sets way out. Like, that could be next summer set. Do cons and then wait a month and then do cons, cons, fate and then wait a month. and. Or maybe you do what they did for the Shadows block mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, here's like 90% of contract, but we have this sheet oh, that, yeah, that goes that in that is, that is these fate reforge cards and we do like two sets of like fate reforge cards or like it's fate yeah. and dragons cards kind of mixed together yeah and you know you get kind of different vibes from each like set of cards mm-hmm. but uh so they can get more stuff in and the draft feels a little fresher yeah that's a good i hadn't thought of that yeah because like you could do that i forgot and- they even did that 
So, like, that would be, that could be good. Like, for those of you who haven't played just, like, pure Contraft, it is, like, yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, And then, so, yeah, maybe the Delve cards don't make it. Sylvan Carry added, like, I don't think anyone longs for that. Like, I never did, like, Theros Born Journey. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think people, like, look back on, like, that, like, block super fun. Like, the, the at least the later sets. Like, I think Theros yeah. was fine. Yeah, it's a card that sees play in Explorer, though. Yeah, but no, Sylvan Carry added in terms of, like, we're not going to put cards from this set on because we're going to do... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We're going to do a We're going to revisit that block sometime. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, carry added is is fine. Like, I think we're going to revisit that. Dark Petition? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what it... Again, like, that's just, like, a weird... Uh, uh, gosh. Uh, ah, Lotus Field card, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything. Like, we have this, like, whole chunk of cards that is, like, these are missing and they get played, and it's, like... Yeah, but it's, like, a deck we, like, like can't, like... Can you imagine, like, playing best of one in the Lotus Field? <laughs> like, what do you do? You just, like... Oh, I, I, I would have sideboarded counter spells when I'm playing best of playing one, best and of I one. just got, like, dunked on on turn four every yeah. single game. Um, Behold the Beyond... Also, random Lotus Field card. Right. Are you secretly a Lotus Field player? No, oh, definitely not. <laughs> I was literally just looking for cards that we didn't have that saw play in Pioneer. It's like, here's, here's, all, here's all the cards we're missing for Lotus Field. James has a request. I would like to... <laughs> hey, I didn't put pour over pages on here. Good. So. I think we have it. Oh, we might, yeah. Yeah, I think we have pour over pages. Yeah, probably. Um... Because it, it's in Innistrad. It's in Shadow's yeah. Block. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Chain to the Rocks, which, like, actually sees, like, real play. It's, like, the second best white removal spell in the format behind Leyline Binding. Yeah. And so, like, that would be good. That would, like, you know, kind of fix some decks. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, like, Bring to Light was, like, a whole deck for a while. Yeah, Nift the Light. Yeah. And I mean, there's part of me that thinks that it might just be interesting in the, like, Karuga shells. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it's extra copies of uh, Fires of Invention and, uh, oh gosh, Enigmatic Incarnation. Yeah, it doesn't work very well with Fires, though. No, because it is both your spells. Yeah. Well, it also doesn't let you get anything because you didn't spend any mana. But you can spend mana with when a fire right. is in play. You just yeah. don't get to use your fires that turn. Right. But if you get to five mana and you just go get to go get your fires, mm-hmm. like, that's pretty okay. Yep. Now, granted, you are then stuck not being able to do anything that turn because you cast the card off the bring the light. Right. But... Um, which was weird. Um, so, like, that would be interesting. Like, that would, like, I think do interesting stuff in in the format. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think that for as long as Lotus Field is not a deck in the format, like, 
the Karuga Fires, the Niv to Light decks, I think all get to kind of do a thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, they match up, I think, so poorly against, like, play a land, untap it five times, kill you. <laughs> yeah. That, like, they don't get to do a thing. You don't get to do a mid-rangey thing. Like, like Lotus Field is kind of a cap on the format on some levels, mm-hmm. like, because it's interacting on such a weird axis. Because, like, uh, I'm sure that part of it is just, like, the like the fact that they're slow. But, like, the Karuga Fires decks always feel, like, super powerful. Yeah. Even when they don't have their fires, they still feel like they're, like, doing, doing a, a reasonable thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't... Uh, but, like, I don't think they're, like, nearly as good in Pioneer because there's this, like, thing that's just, like oh, cool, you're going to play, like, a four-mana thing that doesn't let you play interaction on my turn? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to kill me when you do it? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, like, cool, okay, I'm, I'm I'm all for this. Let me now kill you. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see that. Like, Chain to the Rocks would be cool as well. Like, it would, you know, you have on here a sweet elementals deck that you found at some like from like the brazilian yeah some south america regional championship and uh it's playing three chain of the rocks i have this weird thing like we we were talking about like oh there's no dread boar yeah like i feel like there's a lot of cards that it's like well if you wait you know to like a year or two they're just gonna like reprint this card that's a sorcery and make it an instant yeah print a better version you know what i mean they're gonna just be like ah, oh, we'll get chain of the rocks flash right yep. like rip apart being a sorcery is perfectly fine but they're gonna be like ah, eh, it should just be an instant because i feel like there's some cards like uh what is it fiery not fiery impulse the fire is it fire prophecy the like mm-hmm. They're like, ah, well, that was all fun and good, though, but now we're going to make Volcanic Spite that is just better. Right. And I feel like there's, like, oh, we made Deck and Stone, and I'll, it took them a few years, but, like, we made Fateful Absence, which is yeah. kind of just better. And, like, I feel like like it's just like, well, Rip Apart doesn't see play. What if we make it an instant? Because I feel like there was a card recently that got printed. It's like, oh, that's pretty good for it, but it's a sorcery. And then a few months later, they're like, would you like the instant version of it? <laughs> Yes, just so would. Yes, thank you. It's like we just got the sorcery version of this card. I'm very confused. Um, so it kind of it's like, well, like yeah, chain to the rocks is cool, but what if they have I don't know, chain to the great henge or something, and you <laughs> just like, oh, it's an instant, and it also goes on an adventure, and you're like, okay, cool, They're thanks. Bringing snow back and return to Eldraine or whatever. Oh my gosh. What was the, the snow snow on the rocks or whatever it was? Oh, on thin ice. On thin ice, yeah. But was it chained to the igloo? Chained to the igloo, sure. Yeah. So, all right, now we get to. Uh, I have not seen that they've announced the remastered set. We're talking that. All right, the One Ring. The One Ring. The one more time we're going to talk about this. The one more time before the ring gets banned. Um, so, so one of one is found. One of one is found. Uh, 
Apparently by a Canadian. Eh. Eh. <laughs> we have one Canadian <laughs> Canadian joke here, uh, dear <laughs> listeners, and it's the A. And then I could mention like poutine and like I don't know, laugh at them for universal health care, like uh but uh Aki, <laughs> uh, eh? Um so uh one of one was found. Apparently I didn't know this. Uh what PSA, the grading mm-hmm. company, had a bounty. Yeah, I didn't know that to either. be to get to grade the card. So the person yeah. opened it and sent it to PSA and PSA like uh paid them, paid to, them to grade it. To grade it. And like how How do you put that in the mail? Uh, I would not like, put that in like, the mail. Like, I would put it in a suitcase chained to my wrist and drive it. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, do you just be like, I'm driving to I'm driving to PSA yeah. headquarters or like Where maybe is you're PSA like PSA headquarters. I think it's in California. Or like PSA, you have to come to me. Yeah. Do you want to grade this? I it's not yeah, leaving. I mean, what do you think uh, insurance at USPS for two million dollars is? Oh my gosh. Um, and like we talked about, if they're offering two million dollars, it's because they think they're gonna get four. Yeah. Like that is their buy list price. They're buy listing it at two million because they right. think someone will give them four for it. Um. Yeah, I, I don't see an address on here. Yeah. But I think it's California. Uh, Maybe. Oh, uh, yep. Newport Beach, California. Excellent. Oh, there's a East Coast office also in Jersey City. Okay. Uh, let's see Which here. Which would be way faster for Canadian to drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it would like make that like ten hour drive or whatever. I don't even think it's ten hours. Take a take a day off of work. Yeah, right down to 80, 81 goes right to Canada. There you go, just right right in. Here you go. Thank you very much. Please yeah. grade it. I'll be in the waiting room. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, so I'm sorry, but you have to grade grade this in my briefcase. <laughs> it's not leaving. The, <laughs> what is the grade on the briefcase, sir? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so that's the other thing. Is uh, how funny is it that the one of one ring didn't get a ten? I mean, on one hand, it makes you kind of feel like, all right, they uh, like graded it legitimately. Yeah, I mean, right? there's a lot of like pack fresh cards that don't get a ten. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like comic books. Like, yeah. like you can't get like a ten out of ten comic book. Basically, doesn't exist. You can like take it like right, right off the printing press, and they're like eight right um staples off center yeah but like you have uh what's funny is it's like it can never be regraded because like everyone's gonna know it was graded out of nine like you're not gonna have to like pull it in shenanigans where you like take it out of the slab Mm -hmm. and then get it regraded (laughs) you know what i mean it was a nine last time how about probably less now since you unslabbed it yeah how about now so like yeah. it's just like it is a nine. This is what you got. Yeah. So I mean, with 
with Wizards print quality as of late. Yeah. Like the fact that it wasn't like Surprising a seven. It did get a nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, could, like, could you imagine if it was like curled or off centered or something? <laughs> I mean, it probably was curled. Probably. Um, so yeah, like you are right. It, it probably was open. You're saying it might've been open right away. Cause it's the set's been out for two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, and this came out two weeks, I think. And it was announced on Friday, I think. Mm-hmm. So for like it to get the PSA and get great for the guy to like get on the horn, yeah, get a hold of PSA and be like, "Hey, I heard you." Well, would- so I guess there's more to the story than that, also because he um, secured like a law firm to handle everything before he even submitted it for grading. Oh, okay, so he basically was like, "Hey." Yeah. Handle all of, handle all of this stuff. Yeah, and the law firms who's handling all the the offers and whatever. Hey, that's that's. I heard something that like the place that was offering two million. This might have been on a uh, PK video. Mm-hmm. Is also fielding like offers that are higher. Like, oh yeah. We're gonna pay two million, but like we'll be like the broker if yeah. you want to pay more than that. But, like, I don't know. Like, I like the suggestion of, like, you know, immediately find someone whose gig is, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, like, collectible card auctions. Yeah. Right? Or, like, Here I don't you know. go, Sotheby's. As I was say, like, like, could you just, like, go to Sotheby's and be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, blow this up and Absolutely. let's... Let's get an auction going. One? Christie's? Christie's is That's the other one, yeah. Yeah. But, like, hey, do this thing. Yep. And, like, I'm sure that wouldn't be their normal clientele putting in bids, but you would get right. people putting in bids. Uh, I think you'd be surprised how much overlap there is. Oh, I'm sure. When you're I'm dealing sure. with a million-dollar rectangle of cardboard. I, think I mean... The, uh, the Venn diagram of people interested in million spending a million dollars for a rectangle of cardboard overlaps pretty well with art collectors, antiquities collectors, whatever. People who may be uh, participating in tax fraud with uh, art. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would like to park $2 million, please. Let me buy that piece of cardboard. Yes. Uh, and then I will say it appreciated to $10 million and donate it to charity and write off $8 million on my taxes. <laughs> Thank you so much. We did it. We did it. We got like. There. There's, like, a non-zero chance that, like, Jeff Bezos has a, like, complete set of alpha and beta, like, just chilling at, like, his house. <laughs> right? That, like, Maybe. he somehow has an uncut, like, alpha sheet just, like, yeah. hanging up somewhere. And he has the, like, card that uh, Richard Garfield used to, like, propose to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and then just has that wife in a glass case beside the card. <laughs> They feed her three times a day, but she just has to be in the case and be real still when Jeff walks. Still when Jeff walks in, uh, but yeah, like you could totally see, like oh, like an anonymous bidder spent ten million dollars on this, yeah, and it's just like okay, yeah. So yeah, that's um, I mean realistically, like an Alpha Lotus cracked the mill, right? 
Yeah. I mean, the There's fact... There's more than one Alpha Lotus, so... The fact that you had two people before the card was even opened offering a million. Yeah. Right? And one person offered two million. Well, one person bid against themselves up to two million, right? They were at, like, <laughs> one million, and they were, like, on second thought, make it two. Yeah. Right? And again, like... If they are offering to buy it from you for two, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They think they can turn right. a profit. Right. So it makes sense to be like, okay, like we're going to like, I don't know, do an auction with a reserve of like 1.5. Mm-hmm. And once it gets past 1.5, I'll sell it. Mm-hmm. But the 2 million people think there's someone out there that's going to pay 2.5 for it. Right. So you're probably pretty safe. I did I did enjoy the uh your the thing about like in this Polygon article about uh gonna have to pay taxes on this. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, lot of taxes. It looks like five hundred thousand dollars is the most likely outcome. Yeah, for I think it, it said it was forty nine percent of fifty percent. Yes. Which is, I guess, a long way of saying, saying a quarter. A quarter, but yeah, but like I, I counter with, you had zero million dollars before. Oh yeah, and now after, if you pay, if someone pays you two million, you still you get one point five. Yeah, and like I don't think you're allowed to get salty because you opened a magic pack, <laughs> and you found one point right. five million dollars. Yeah. Like you can't. I then thought be it was a- funny. Like that article talking about how, uh, I guess the Ontario tax authority or whatever it is, has already, uh, in their words, opened an investigation into how the card was acquired because how the card was acquired changes the tax liability that the person that the owner has for selling it. So it was, um, yes. Cause they're trying to figure out the provenance of the card. So yeah. did I open it? Did he open it in a pack? We get 25% of the sale or right. 50, 49% of 50. Did he like find it in the street or in the forest? 50%. We, we get 50% of the total sale. Yeah. Did one of his family members go here, have this then? Well, so that, that goes for the pack that contained the ring as well. Really? Yeah. So if he purchased the pack, it's capital gains. If he found the pack, it's fifty percent windfall. If he um, or they, I guess I don't know if it's a he. Um, if they were gifted the pack, then it's a gift. And I think that's why they're trying. They've opened the investigation because they don't want this person to try and claim that the pack was bought for them by somebody else, and then not pay the Canadian government half a million dollars. I I know this is probably a bad attitude, but like cool take my half a mil, I still get my one point <laughs> five. I'll be fine. Yeah. Right? Like the last I thing will I instantly w- pay my house off and nobody will ever hear from me again. Exactly. No uh, offense, Brian. I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what Welcome to episode 234 of the Casual Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. 
All right, so this week, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about uh, just never get through the YouTube ad read because I, I never do it. Just stop. Just stop. There you go. Uh, I like this. 30, 30 seconds of Brian's open and then an hour of silence. An hour of silence. I like this. Well, that's a show. Yeah. And with that, I think we got a show. Uh, so the um, I like this, the end of the Polygon article. So I guess the old adage really does prove out, keep it secret, keep it safe, and keep it around for a few for a few generations. You want to avoid paying taxes on it in Canada. <laughs> you can't pay off your house with a picture of the run one ring. It's not that's like right. a stock... Right, you can't yeah. be like, uh, I'm just gonna like borrow against the One Ring, like no, like, <laughs> like you got you got to sell it to like make to like make some moves here. Yeah, it's not it's not Tesla stock, it's not Amazon stock. <laughs> to like <laughs> be like, no, 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 bank, 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 bank. Listen, just give me a lower interest rate loan because I have the One Ring. <laughs> it's right here. It's graded. It's right here. It's graded. It's nine. Out of a possible you ten, the chain with the briefcase on it hanging off my wrist. <laughs> exactly. You just walk around like Flava Flav with just a briefcase around your neck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, PSA also might have like come out to them. I guess that's a possibility too. What do you mean? Like in terms of like the uh, provenance, like because well, like. Oh god. Like, get grading to grade the card. Like PSA might have come out to them to grade it. Oh yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Like, like probably be safer than do you want, to transport the card. Do you want to grade this card PSA? Do you want to have your name on yeah. the one of one thing? Okay, cool. Have you heard of Canada? You must come here. <laughs> and you and must not the cool grade part this. of Canada either, Ontario. Yeah, I mean Ontario is not bad, no, is Ontario's it? Ontario is fine. Um, no, but like when most people think of Canada, it's like Vancouver, right? Really, I was gonna say like Toronto's in Ontario. Like I feel like Toronto is. is like, like better than like a place that people think of more than like Vancouver. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I Vancouver was like, like New York City is like what people think of when they think of New York. I I assumed it was. Van- I mean, I don't because I've like any time I've ever been to Canada has been Ontario. But yeah, but I, I was gonna say like we've I just got assumed it was Vancouver. We have the. Uh... Toronto Blue Jays, we have the mm-hmm. Toronto Maple Leaves, we have the Toronto Raptors, we have the Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost their basketball team. They're now the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. But like, yeah, like I think that it would be like, you've got to come to me. Well, really, yeah. you've got to come to my lawyer's office. Uh, bank vault. Bank vault. Immediately he went into a bank vault. Yeah. Okay. I like I like this guy's style. Yep. The guy planned ahead, or, <laughs> or was had a really good lawyer who advised him. Yeah. Like I figure you open it immediately, call a lawyer, and go like, "All right, dude, what do I do?" Yeah. I've just come into a very large. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, like if I were to win the lottery, I have a similar plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Powerball ticket like goes into a bank vault until like I can uh like wrap put, things up. Put like put all the legal framework in place 
because yeah. in South Carolina you can claim your winnings anonymously. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so I can like have a lawyer like contact them and like have a trust set up to like put the money in, and yep. no one knows it was me. Yep. And you go about your business. Go about my business. Are you already business. a millionaire and you didn't tell me? No. Are you holding out on me, Brian? <laughs> uh, I, I, you would not know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I am not because I don't play the lotto. Yeah. I do it every so often. Like the last time is when it was for like a billion dollars and I showed up like 20 minutes late and couldn't buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That was the last time I tried. So I got an icy and I left 7 <laughs> Eleven. Hey, you probably, that was a better investment than a Powerball ticket. Yes. It's every so often I will like win it some like astronomical sum. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you got me. I'll like, I'll, I'll throw in like two bucks for this. Uh, but I mean, wizards did not get me with the one of one ring. That is true. So I have but your so- ticket wasn't two bucks. Your ticket was like $40. $40. Yeah. In this polygon article, like, did he pull it out of a 1299 pack? He did not. <laughs> Almost certainly not. <laughs> I, as sure as I sit here, he did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah but, so like this thing almost would have had to have been opened like release weekend or pre-release weekend, right? Yeah, because like f- to for put the, everything in place, the, the the time to like open it, like hide it under your bed for a day while you like get a hold of someone, get legal representation, secure a bank vault, contact PSA. PSA comes out there. And, I guess they were in contact with that Dave and whatever in New York City also. Mm-hmm. Like the original offer, yeah. Um, they were in contact with them to try and find a buyer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like it seems so for like all of that to have happened like up until Friday, like I mean it, it would have had to have been almost right away it was opened. Yeah, because it probably take a week or probably closer to two. Yeah, because like how many lawyers do you have to call to be like, hey, right. I opened this magic card that's worth more than your house. Yeah, more uh, than your firm. <laughs> yes. Um, explain to me what a magic card is. All right, thank you. Click. Uh, yeah. Okay, next place. Yeah. Imagine a baseball card, but for people who can't play sports. <laughs> yeah. It's like a horn. Like, how much did the Hannes Wagner card go for that's like one of one? It's like the only one like in existence. No, I have no idea. There we go. Hannes Wagner card. Because, like, Wayne Gretzky bought it years ago. Uh, Okay. So, it sold in 2022. uh, That uh, Hannes Wagner card sold in a private sale for $7.25 million. And there's more than one of those. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how many there are, but, uh, yeah, Wayne Gretzky bought it in mint condition, bought a mint condition one, uh, at Sotheby's. Here's a serialized one of one Stephen Curry basketball card is six mil. Steph Curry? Yes. Stephen Curry? Steph. 
Stephen Curry. Oh, sorry. That's all right. It, it's spelled the same. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball player I am not. I apologize. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Stephen Curry. Yeah. How much did it go for? Uh, five point nine mil. Okay. And that that was recently too, July sixth of twenty twenty one. Yeah. This. Uh, it was purchased by an investment fund. Oh, okay. If like BlackRock buys <laughs> buys the, the one, one of one, one ring. ring because they think that it's going to go up in value, it's like you're buying our houses and you're buying our collectibles, you bastards. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I like the Hannes Wagner going for like it's more famous. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it is because it actually what was it so. Uh, so PSA graded it at an eight, uh, and that was the best one. Uh, but it had been, but the guy who graded it admitted to knowing it had been altered when he graded it. Uh-oh. Yeah. So. Uh, and then someone else now has it. Um, so. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so. I don't know, like, it could be worth six, seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it only takes one one billionaire who like can't get sub tickets anymore to uh, <laughs> to to want to uh, buy it. Yeah. So, all right. Now, for all of us who are just opening regular, I don't know, one of one million rings. Uh, sure. They are holding their price quite steady. Yeah, uh, it's insane. Like, after we talked about last week um, the fact that you can just buy a bundle and get one, um, I saw a bunch of different, like, magic personalities come out with videos or whatever talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I almost certainly expected the price to drop at, at least you know 10 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever when people realize you could just get them in a bundle but uh they haven't the bundle ring has gone up since last week the bundle ring is now market price is uh 59 and lowest is 55 so it has gone up from it has gone up it was at 20 dollars uh when the set dropped and it has gone up every day. So since last week, it's gone from 47 to what it is now, like 55. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I went to our local Target uh, while looking for other things. And there was a big hole where Lord the of the Rings bundles used to be. Yeah. Um. So... So and then the bundle on TCG player is a hundred. Uh 
and then is this what is this oh this is a pre a pre-release kit is 40 sorry that was the wrong thing i was like what is this thing that's 40 dollars why don't i have it uh so gamestop is sold out uh target sold out uh target only has the gift bundle list listed yeah and pre-orders have sold out of it so best buy do you have any oh the bundle is apparent oh it's unavailable nearby but we can get it in nine days according to best buy oh okay uh so yeah just like clicking through the Amazon, uh, the Amazon links. So yeah, um, so here's here's my thought. If you have a modern event that you really care about between now and September, September, like get your one rings, play your event, and probably get off of them. Yeah. Um, like basically treat them like a rental mm-hmm. and then move on because the ring has the looter scooter problem mm-hmm. of it. Colorless is, fits in every deck. Colorless and fits in every deck. But it also has a problem that uh, as aspiring, I keep watching aspiring spike videos because he keeps just playing ring decks. He's basically like, the card is busted, the card is broken, the card is whatever deck you're playing, if you think you need the ring, you need to play four of them. Yeah. Um, Blue-white control, ring. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tron, ring. Four-color ent- elementals, ring. Uh, Lotus field, twiddle, ring. Like, just ring, 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 ring. Mm-hmm. All rings all the time and, like, everything. So, I can't imagine. He's also said the card's clearly a design mistake and should not have gone out the door. And he consulted Excellent. on the set. <laughs> now, Fantastic. he said that when he consulted, the ring was five mana. Mm-hmm. It was indestructible. And then all the other text was different. Oh, okay. So from when he saw it to when it released, they knocked off a mana card. and like yeah made a new card. And he's like, I can't tell you what it used to do because of my NDA. Yeah, right. Fair but enough. it is a totally um, so like it's just ubiquitous. It is the best thing to do for four mana, and mm-hmm. it just takes over games. The games it just run it just runs away with games. And so I can't imagine that it could possibly stay legal long term because it's just too good. Yeah. Um, like I opened one and like I'm kind of thinking like, do I get off of it or do I wait? But like the question is like, if I get off of it, do I get enough that like when it gets banned in modern I can like them up for legacy. Yeah, like, but is it like if I get off of it and get like thirty five? Yeah, right. Like, am I going to be able to buy them for thirty five? Like True. when they go down. 
I gotcha. Because, like, it has to be an amazing commander card. Oh, yeah. Right. You start at 40 life. Mm-hmm. And over the course of three turns, you lose three life and draw six cards. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, and you started at 40? Yeah. Like, so I lost zero life and drew six cards. Right. Amazing. So... And got protection from everything for a turn. Yeah, I just got to, like, watch all you nerds, like, beat on each other. And then I was just like, do-do-do-do-do. So... Yeah, like, I can't imagine it's not going to be, like, a commander staple. Right. So, I don't I don't know how low it's going to go, but, like, um, today I was, I just started watching a, uh, oh, gosh, 3 Benu video on, like, a ring deck, because, so I have, like, most of, I think I'm, literally just missing three rings of uh aspiring spikes eight key deck <laughs> in modern and i was like it's like i was like i feel like this would like be really good in legacy like eight keys like basalt monolith grim monolith like karn the ring blah 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 and then that's exactly the deck he's playing with like yeah. parad uh with paradox engine and you're just like, uh, play Krovmox, untap my ring, <laughs> draw a million cards, tap my, tap my, uh, 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 sorry, not Chrome Mox, whatever, Mox, whatever, whatever, the, the Metalcraft one. Opal. Opal, thank you. Play another Mox Opal, untap, every, untap everything, and yeah. then just win the game. What do you uh, win with? Uh, Aetherflux? Mm. He didn't. His win conditions out of the board. He had a lattice to just lattice mm-hmm. lock people, um, and then just win with ham sandwiches. Yeah, I forget what else he had. Like you could put like if you really wanted like actual win conditions, you could like have a walking ballista. Oh, that's true. Or or an aether aether flux reservoir. It's just kind of like pick whichever thing you want. Yeah. So, like, you could, like, Karn or... But I forget what his exact win condition was. He was basically, like, then you just beat down with, like, you know, Karn things. And I was like, well, that's cool that you, like, can Karn and Karn is also your win con. Because it has a pizza oven. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just... It's, like, the old combo deck. Yeah. But, like, just has, like, rings and thus is amazing. <laughs> sure. It's like, oh, hey, cool. It has rings. So, I guess it's good. But, like, yeah, I was like, oh, that that would be... But, like, I feel like even in Legacy, it could have that problem. Like, like playing, like, red-white initiative, like, you just are like, I guess I'll put four rings in my deck because when right. I, like, dump my hand for... to, like, get something in play, like, playing the ring and then filling it back up is probably pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, also, if I read all of my cards and knew what they did, it would also make the deck way better. <laughs> but... It helps, yeah, I can't can't do everything. Uh, so, like, I worry that, like, a bunch of people are going to, like, dump money into rings. And then just have them banned out. And just have them banned out. From, like, like, it doesn't feel like it's a worthwhile investment if your, like, place to play modern is, like, your F&M. And right. it will, like, suck when your, like, opponent has a ring. Yeah. But, 
Like it's gonna suck more when your opponent loses three hundred dollars in rings and yeah, and then you and then you buy them for twenty five dollars yeah. a piece or something for yeah. your like commander deck or your legacy deck or whatever. So I wouldn't run out and like buy them. Now, like we said, like if you can find a bundle somewhere and like then like flip the ring. Yeah, I mean, there's still like other cards in the set that are worth money. Bowmasters are expensive, mm-hmm. and they're they're rare, right? They're not a mythic. They're they're rare, yeah. The Nazgul are still over ten dollars. Yeah, so and you still have, I guess, not you're not getting collector boosters, but you still have chance of pulling the um, so the serialized cell rings too. Yeah, so like right now, Card Kingdom has the. The one ring bundle foil is still $29 in store credit. Like that's, mm-hmm. or 20, $23 cash. Like yeah. That's not worth it. Right. Right. Like at that point, hold on to it. Though there's a one ring bundle non foil. I have no idea like where that card exists. Like, is that from collector boosters? I have no idea. Cause like, I like look like what bundle has this and I can't find anything. And then, like, Star City, again, now, of course, you can, like, sell your cards on TCG Player. But, like, uh, what is on your hot list? Black Lotus is on the hot list. Uh, Ooh. That's, that's cool. So, the one ring on Star City. So, the bundle borderless, they're giving 35 or $45 in credit. Okay. So, like, you could just, if you can find um, the bundles in your area, like, maybe selling them to Star City for, Mm -hmm. like, an easy flip and then just opening the packs if, like, that makes you happy Mm -hmm. would not be a bad thing. A little bit of arbitrage action. Yeah, like, you can get a little bit, and I, like, you could look at cool stuff or, ooh, what is the, uh, what is the uh, card conduit well they don't they buy collections not singles or no, they, they sell can, collections or they can you can buy you can sell a single card oh so, so i thought card conduit was part of card kingdom uh let me see here the one ring there they say they look everywhere so hmm. their best cash value so their best is 35 35 okay is what they're is what they say for the and their prices are in cash. Yeah. So thirty five so basically that's the Star City price. So that's better than the uh like I thought they were part of Card Kingdom as well, but I don't think they are. Good to know. Yeah. So yeah, so the best buy list price you're gonna find is probably thirty five bucks. But uh, uh, I don't think that long term the rings are gonna be this expensive. I think uh, that I what, mean, not if they get banned, they won't. Yeah, I think that what's going to happen is right. They're not gonna ban a card two weeks out, mm-hmm. and literally one month before the Modern Pro Tour. Right. I think that after the Modern Pro Tour, at this point, it'll be a month, 
month and a half before the fall ban spot. Yeah. And they're going to be like, okay, let's wait and see. We'll handle it then. We'll handle it then. Right, because we said we we're only going to do stuff if like the format is like truly unplayable, and the tr- format's not truly unplayable. It's just it's just dominated by dominated by decks. a single card. Right, it's I guess it's not like Hogak level right now, right. because we're at the point of like everyone's trying to play the ring. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what is the best anti-ring deck? And then from there, like, now now if the format is just decks with the ring and decks built to beat the ring. But, like, it's not like Hogak where it's, like, one best the ring deck. There are, like, every deck's a ring deck. they're all using the ring differently. Yeah. Yeah, they're all... As differently as you can, I guess. Yeah, but, like, it's not like there was, like, Hogak and there was one way to build it and Eldrazi there was basically right. one way to build it <clears throat> and it was one deck this is the like for the sake of competitive diversity ban where mm-hmm. like I'm playing blue white control I'm going to play four rings I'm playing right. four color ele- elementals four, four rings. rings I'm playing Yagmoth. four rings four ring. I'm playing like any kind of mid range deck rings Yeah. so rings so, like, I think that that is, like, that is where the problem lies. Is like, I don't know how much you can hard target it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, oh, I hard targeted it with Collector Oof. And it's like, oh, you played against a deck that's, like, literally all removals and sweepers. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, also, like, the ring, like we said, the ring decks are all different. So mm-hmm. you can play a hit card for the ring, but then you lose to Omnath. Time or Omnath or Living End or you know yeah. whatever else you're doing around the ring. I've not seen that's interesting. I've not seen like Amulet Titan with the ring. Yeah, because like that's a deck that could just ring you on turn two. Mm-hmm. Like and also make use of all of the cards. Yeah, like pretty easily just be like here I go like turn two four mana like that's not a that's not a big deal. Right. So. uh yeah, so we've got that kind of like weird dynamic of you can't go too hard because if you go too hard, you're just gonna get left with your pants down. Mm-hmm. So, and I can't imagine for how ubiquitous it is, it doesn't get banned. Like they've right. banned, they've banned much less offensive cards for oh, yeah. for less. Uh, we did another. Does the modern ban list make sense uh, pre-show? <laughs> and like, uh, no, is the short answer. Basically. Uh, yeah, most of the ban list is uh, kind of funny at this point. Yeah, it is a, uh, it is from a bygone era. Mm-hmm. I did hear something interesting listening to Aspiring Spike, and he was saying, well, you know, having sets that don't uh, have to go into standard allows you to shape the modern format however you want. And it's like, ah. I thought that was kind of like the opposite of what modern was supposed to be, though. There's that. But I was like, my thought was like, uh, this is how they wanted it to be. Like, this just like (laughs) It's like they sat down and went like, we want modern to look like this now. And it's like, oh, okay. 
neat. Um, I think part of the problem is like modern and legacy used to be very different. Right. They don't feel very different anymore. It's like a lot yeah. of the same cards. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you ratchet up the power level. Yeah. Where, but like, it used to be like, oh, I don't want to play, uh, man, I don't like playing against affinity. Right. And then you go to legacy and you would never like affinity was like a joke. Right. Like you wouldn't play against affinity or like, I don't like this card, you know, but it's not playable in, in legacy. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. But now it's just like, nope, it's solitudes and furies and endurances. Every format as far as you can see. Yeah. Like how many, for how many, like force of will slash knockoff force of wills, force of negations. Can I get in my deck? Yeah. It's like, Oh, or like you'd go to modern because you're like, I want to play magic where like my opponent has to tap mana to do things. Mm-hmm. And that was like the constraint <laughs> of modern. Right. Right. Cause like in legacy, the whole you were point like, of getting rid of fast mana. Yeah. But in legacy, you were like, okay, I know that like there's at least two commonly played zero mana interaction spells. They're both blue. My opponents opened on a mountain and a plains. Okay. I don't have to worry about that stuff. Right. And now it's like, nope. Nope. I had my two. Furied, sucker. Yeah. I had my two creatures furied. Okay. Neat. Uh, Thank you. Uh, So, like, now modern's that as well. Mm -hmm. And it just is like, like, we just took those two formats and, like, smushed them together. Because, again, like, we printed really powerful things, but it's like, this is how they wanted it. And it's like, uh, like, it's weird. weird. Thanks, weird. Chad. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Dude, you know how many beans this one ring got me? <laughs> More than that nerd's going to get from auctioning it off at Sotheby's. That's right. More than two mil. Yeah. Like, I, but it's, it's funny, like, thinking about, like, oh, this is, this is how they wanted it, huh? Hmm. I mean, people like it, I guess, but it's, it's just weird. It's just so different. And, like, like, how long till, like, we decide that we need Pioneer Masters or Pioneer Horizons? Yeah, not that long. Right? Like, hey, we're having a hard time monetizing Pioneer. When was the first Modern Master set? 2013? It was yeah. 2013, oh, 2015, okay. 2017? I would probably be cool with Pioneer Masters, less cool with Pioneer Horizons. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, Pioneer Masters, I think, would be good. Well, I mean, if you think about it, we're probably due, right? Yeah. Modern goes back to 08, and it started in 13, so that's five years. mm Mm-hmm. And Pioneer started in 14. Was it 14? It wasn't 14. Oh, you mean, like, the card pool? The card pool, yeah. Yeah, Okay, yeah. And here we are in 23, so that's seven years. (laughs) No. Nine. Nine years. And yeah, like it would make sense that you would do like, but again, if if the uh, same person who makes the anthology list makes the master <laughs> list, like we're yeah. just gonna get like a bu- we're gonna get just, like a bunch of bulk rares. Yeah, but like you know, mana confluence would be good to reprint. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the big one, like you know, not that they would because they're too new, but the channel lands. Yeah. Like some of those things that are like tippy top expensive. Yeah. Urborg. Urborg, yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Uh, but it's just funny that you look at it and you're like, you and I don't particularly like kind of enjoy like what modern has become. Right. And it's like, like, I don't know what was wrong with modern before modern horizons. <laughs> something, obviously something. It was something that they couldn't put their fingers in. That's what was wrong with it. Yeah. It was something that they couldn't like rotate. Yeah, it says, every... No bro. Put my finger in that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, are we due for another Modern Horizon set? Uh, next year, I think. Uh, so yeah. They weren't doing one this year, so next year I think we're supposed to get one. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, are we gonna? Is that next? Is it next year? So, when was? Uh, let's go back. I think so they've yeah. been every other year. Yeah. So yeah. Well, this was Modern Horizons Two was re- introduced in twenty one. Oh, okay. So this would be two years out? Yeah. Wow. You can still get a draft box for 180 Wow, really? Yeah. On TCG Player, it's 180 for a draft box. Wow, that seems cheap. And then a set a set booster display is 215 Still seems cheap. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> this graph, it, the scale is from one eighty three to one eighty nine. So when you look at it, there's like, it just falls off a cliff, but it fell five dollars. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! It lost so much. It's like, no, 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 no. I mean, the highest they've ever been is like, or it looks like is close to like two ten. Yeah. Like over the last year, it was like two ten, and they've gone down. Yeah, and even Modern Horizons One is only two thirty. Yeah, that's weird. Huh. Very, very weird. That is wild. So, all right, with our little like foray into why did they break Modern, I think we have a show. I think we have a show. So if you have any ideas for show ideas or anything that we can't, I guess we get to, we get to hear me complain more about like when they put random other non-playable cards into, uh, uh, explore anthologies. But if you have any other ideas for shows, get at us on social media, Facebook, discord, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, we will yeah. need the help as they are like, nah, no, uh, no stuff for you. That's right. Nothing for you guys. Yeah, I think uh, we probably will have some some of that stuff to talk about next week. I think. I think they said the eighth or ninth. Okay. We'll have more. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you guys want to hear about, let us know. All the ways to do that are down below. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player affiliate link. It is casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Uh, follow that link on over to TCG Player. Uh, anything you purchase after following that link will support the show. We'll get a cut that helps keep the lights on over here at, uh, I was going to say Casual Tryhard MTG Studio, but it's Studios. Oh, yeah, wait, we're, we're, paying for, we're paying for two spaces. That's right. At, at what point, speaking of taxes, at what point can we like claim this corner of our house as a business expense? And like right, right off this much the space in our house. Um, 
I guess we that's a good question. Business. It's probably significantly more than we currently make. So probably, probably. <laughs> um, if you want to support us more directly, so you can help us reach that threshold, it's uh, patreoncom slash MTG is where you can do that. If you think we do a good job and you want to support us, chip a couple bucks in over there, however much you feel we're worth. There's all sorts of different tiers. They all basically do the same thing. Uh, patrons get access to our show notes. They get access to about another hour's-ish worth of content out of us every week because we record our pre-show and pipe it directly into your ear holes every Wednesday. Um, and patrons also get put on my mailing list for when I have swag to send out, which should be going out sometime this month. If any of that sounds good, or if you just want to show your support, help us out, patreon.com slash casual tryhardmtg is where you can do that you got anything else for this week it looked like you had something to say a minute ago i I do i do real quick so i like clicked on the explorer anthology like page and went to the main page yeah um the bundle will be available july 18th to october 10th don't worry you will still be able to craft these cards using wild cards of the appropriate rarity after October 10th. Wait, so you can't craft them before then? That's what it says. Interesting. I think this is new, right? Like, because I used new. to just craft if, if them. that's true, that's new. I am I am reading it off the wizard site. Uh, yeah, it might have been an intern worded it poorly, though. Yeah, you will still be able to craft these cards using the... Of using wild cards of the appropriate rarity after maybe but like as it as it is written they basically yeah. have an embargo of three months <laughs> until you can so maybe i'm glad they're printing garbage cards that aren't playable in any format you uh, don't have to buy them so i don't have to buy them but like yeah yeah that's uh this kind of crappy like why do i have wild cards right anyway anyway it's time to think it's worded poorly hopefully but i guess we'll see so with that we'll catch you on the internets we'll catch you on the internets